0: Welcome to the Go All In Podcast, I'm your host Robert Bruss and today on the show we have Dr. Gary Sanchez from the Why Institute. Gary has a great headline on his website and it says, everyone knows when they were born, only a lucky few find out why. Before you do anything else in your life or in your business, you need to know your why. So let's find out some more with Gary. Let's get started. G'day, everyone. I trust that you and your family are well and your business is also doing well. If this is your first time here at the Goal All In podcast, welcome. It's great to have you here. This podcast is for you if you're just starting out in business, considering a business, or maybe you've even been a seasoned entrepreneur for years. My guests and I will give you the strategies and the tactics that you need to help you to close the gap from where you are and get you where you want to be faster than you ever thought possible. To get there, you're going to have to work hard, learn some new things, but most of all, you're going to have to go all in. And I created and I do this show because there's nothing I like more than eliminating roadblocks and shortcutting the path to success. In fact, I can't wait to celebrate your success with you. So make sure you reach out to me via social media and email and share some wins. Before we get into the show today, take a little peek at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the app that you're listening in on. And if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll on down and hit the subscribe button there. And don't forget to ring the bell. That way you'll always have some motivation and some goal in love right there in your pocket. Lastly, if you like what you hear today, please share this episode with your friends and your family. Gary's got an important message to share, and he's got a pretty cool story as well. And if we can help just one person to break through their barriers and get unstuck, then Gary and I would have done our job here on the podcast today alrighty let's get into this one as i mentioned at the top of the show gary sanchez is the founder of the why institute now in my view there's nothing more important than uncovering why you're doing something in life if you truly understand at a deep level why you're doing what it is that you're doing you'll discover true alignment with yourself and that alignment in my view, again, is the key to unlocking absolutely everything that you ever wanted out of life. So, if we can just take a few minutes, and even just on this podcast today, just to back up and just to go back upstream a little bit and spend some time working through that question of why, it can literally revolutionize us as individuals. As you'll hear on today's show, Gary spent some time searching for his why, and after many months of researching and studying and reading and learning, he finally found it. Fast forward to today, and Gary's business, the Why Institute, has helped over 40,000 individuals to work out what their why is, and he's worked with well over 500 companies to help them uncover their why and improve their results as well. The really great thing about all of Gary's learnings is his revolutionary assessment tool. It's quite different to anything you've seen before. It only takes around five minutes to complete and you only, you only have to answer about 10 or 12 questions. And the algorithm that drives it in the back end it selects those questions for you on the fly from over 1500 possible options. And you will be absolutely amazed how closely it pegs you Uh, It's absolutely worth checking out and trying. I really recommend that you do this. I know it was just, it was really impressive for me. All right, let's find out some more and how we can get you on the path to truly discovering your why. I'm excited he's here. So please help me in welcoming Dr. Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez. Welcome to the Go all In podcast. It's great to have you here, mate. Robert, thank you for being here, for having me here this time. <laughs> I'm really uh, looking forward to this one. One of the favorite podcasts that I'd done in the last 12 months was with you. Um, and that's partly because um, I did the little test that you gave to me. I was invited to come on your show and I did the little test to uncover my why and what that was all about. And I was absolutely amazed at how closely that pegged me as a person and in my personality and the, and the reason why I do the things that I do. Before we get into any of that today and we talk about all that stuff, let's get to know you a little bit. Why don't you share with the audience where you're from and how long it is that you've been doing this thing around your
1: why? Well, I am right now in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So I was born here, uh, went to high school and whatnot here, went off to college in Colorado. And then I went to uh, dental school. I'm actually a dentist. I went to dental school at USC in Los Angeles and then back here to Albuquerque and then I've been practicing dentistry for about 32 years and I'm going to be retiring in about two weeks.
0: You don't look a day over 35 mate, how is that?
1: (laughs) I feel a a lot different than 35 but you know so I'm excited about that, 32 years and uh, about 10 years ago I was uh, a little frustrated with my practice, more than a little, a lot frustrated because. You know, the advice that I was given when I got out of dental school, like probably a lot of your listeners heard, have heard, is build a, break, a great product and people will come, right? Go out and mm-hmm. do the best job that you can. People will naturally and kind of mysteriously find out about you and they'll come see you, right? So mm-hmm. I spent 20 years doing that. I went to the best institutes that you could go to. I built a beautiful facility, a really well-trained team. I have all the technology all the stuff to have an amazing practice, but my practice wasn't growing. And so I really felt like, you know, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be something better than just this. Um, There's about 600 dentists here in Albuquerque. So Mm -hmm. for your audience, you know, probably no matter what they do, there's somebody else that does what they do. So how do you stand out from everyone else who does what you do? And that's when I yeah. saw that book, uh, Start With Why. I heard Simon Sinek's TED Talk that most of us have all heard. And I was like, that is the missing piece. That's mm-hmm. what I don't have. And so mm-hmm. I went out and uh, became obsessed with discovering my why. And I actually called Simon, uh, helped, asked him to help me discover my why. And once I discovered my why, which is to find a better way and share it, I went back and figured out what Simon was trying to do. And I made it better. And I made it easier, and I made it simpler, and I made it clearer so that, that what you were talking about is the why discovery that I developed, and now you can discover your why in about five six minutes. So it makes it much simpler than what I went through.
0: It's really interesting because you, you you're telling your story there, and and let me draw a parallel for you because I'm working with uh, a mate of mine that I'll introduce to the audience right now. His name's Jamie Small. Uh, so he's a fellow I've known for a little while, and. Um, he runs a, a local electrician business in the Sutherland Shire right here uh, where I live in Sydney. And we were over a coffee the other day and we were talking about uh, electrical businesses and electrical contracting companies and whatnot. And, and I said to him, how is it that you've managed to delineate yourself from the literally hundreds of electricians that are out there? And it's no different to what you're talking about in dentistry, right? Like you're a dentist, you've got all of the, the best of everything and he, he's got all the same, same sorts of things. And he said to me, most electricians think that you can turn up, do a good job and be cheaper than everybody else and win. And I was like, well, if everybody's doing the same thing, everyone, the guy on the left looks like the same as the woman on the right and the same as the guy in the middle. Like how does, how does a customer delineate between those things? And he said, that's the, that's the key, isn't it? And I thought to myself, well, that's the key in business as well, isn't it? Because you're always facing competition. You're always facing other people doing the same things as you. So what what is it about a why that, that delineates you? What, what is it that makes it different?
1: Great question. And so what your friend was just talking about is if you talk about what you do, you blend in with everybody who does what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm a dentist. I'm a chiropractor. I'm a podcaster. I'm a whatever it is you do, you blend in with everybody else who does what you do. But if you talk about why you do what you do, you stand out from everybody else who does what you do. Talk about what you believe, not about what you have or what you offer or what you do. And then people will say, what that does, Rob, is it allows people to decide whether they believe what you believe. So when you talk about what you believe, you connect to a different part of the brain. You connect to the decision-making part of the brain. And that's called the limbic brain. And really quickly, people could say, you know what? I believe what he believes or what she believes. And then we're having a completely different conversation than me trying to tell you how good my product or services is, right? And so in my dental practice, instead of talking about doing crowns, bridges, fillings, complete gum care, the latest technology, all that stuff, I started talking about what I believe. And I believe that life is better with great teeth. I believe that people are being held back from who they were meant to be because of their teeth. I believe that when you have your health, you have a thousand dreams. And when you Mm. don't, you have one, Mm. right? What is life like for somebody that's got a toothache right now? If you had a toothache, there's not much else you can think about. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You're not worried about your dreams. You're worried about how do I get this stupid tooth to hurt that to stop Mm. hurting? And Mm. so that's the key. So for your audience, If you're trying to figure out how to stand out, you got to get clear on what it is you believe. What is your- The
0: really interesting statements you make about being a dentist because nobody can argue with it. I can't say that my life is not better when I don't have good oral hygiene and good oral health and my teeth are better and I feel good about myself and I get a checkup every couple of months and I have no problems and it doesn't cost much money to actually get it done and maintain it. All of those things are like, yep, 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 yep. And it kind of makes me think, well, that's where I want to go. That's where I want to, they're the people I want to do business with that help me feel like that. Because ultimately a buying decision is based on how I feel about something. And if I can resonate with what it is that you're saying and the statements that you make, I can't really disagree with because they're all true. And there's so much to be said about truth in business and speaking your mind and speaking from your heart in business as well, right?
1: Yeah. And if you don't believe what I believe, then I'm not the right dental dentist for you. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, how, how many of us have had a bad client, right? Everyone, everyone, right? (laughs) How much fun is it to have a bad client? How much fun? It's not fun for the client either. No, it's no fun for anybody. Right. And, and so how do you determine who your ideal client is? How do you determine who you want to market to? How do you determine um, what the best person to be on the other end of that phone would be? And, and Mm -hmm. what that is, is it's somebody who believes What you believe. Yeah. But if you don't even know what you believe, if you can't articulate what you believe, how are you going to attract the right people to you? How are you going to attract people that believe what you believe if you don't even know? And so the way you figure that out is by discovering your why. That will uncover that for you.
0: Yeah, it's such an important starting point there. all right, Gary, it's uh, really cool to get going. We're off to a, a racing start there. I really appreciate that. Let's get this go all in thing out of the way and then and come on, circle on back to that. So people will come on over to the go all in podcast to learn more about others that have gone all in. And I suspect that you're about to go all in with this retirement and this detachment from the business. Mate, can you share with us your biggest goal all in story or stories and the lessons that you've learned from your commitment to success?
1: So- you know discovering your why doesn't make life easier it doesn't make it simpler but it helps you decide where you should go and what you should do and so i've spent 32 years in dentistry and i can't say that i shouldn't have done that but i don't think it necessarily fit me perfectly and going all in now is what i'm actually doing i mean this is perfect timing because in two weeks I'm done with my dental career and I'm going all in on my dream and I'm walking away, Rob, from the easy life. I mean, I work three days a week. I make really good money. I have the right people coming to me. I have a killer practice. I have all the stuff that you dream for and dream about. And I'm walking away at the top of my game Mm. because it's not my dream. It's not what I want to do with the rest of my life, but I I could easily just hang in there and cruise right through and, and uh, write it out. But I'm taking the path of uh, the the more challenging path, because that's what I really feel like I should be doing. I have developed something I feel is special that the world needs. They need this clarity on what is their why. And if I don't do it now, when's it going to happen? Who's going to do that? And I'm sure you felt that same way yourself, right? You had all kinds of great things going and you switched directions to go all in on what you're doing.
0: Absolutely. And and uh, it's really interesting, you know, you're, you're from the other side of the planet, from a different country and different upbringings and things like that, but our our cultures are very similar and I'm always surprised, but I'm not surprised that I have such similar experiences to other people. And uh, when I decided to get into this podcasting and media thing full-time, I was in a really comfortable position in a business in a digital marketing agency with my brother. And I, I remember asking him many times, dude, don't you want for more? And he's like, what are you talking about? I could do this for the rest of my life. And part of it was because he was a tradie before he I uh, got into digital stuff and he, you know, by the time we'd partnered up, he'd been doing it for a little while. And, you know, he, he said to me, I always remember him saying to me, the job that I had before I started this business and now that I'm in this business with you was working on trains. And there was a whole lot of government contracts that come in and he used to manufacture and fit the doors to a train, you know, think of the the automatic doors that come open and close and big job, massive job that went for a couple of years. And he's like, you'd turn up to work and the people that own the contract were making an absolute fortune and paying us the smallest amount of money. And all I did the whole time was try and figure out a way to get out of there. And I got out of there and I got into my own business and I would just never go back. And he'd found his lot in life. He was like, even today, when I talked to him, he's really satisfied in what he, what he's doing. He'll talk some technical babble mumbo jumbo. And I'll be like, far out, dude, don't you want for more in life? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And and I was, I was just forever searching for something else, but it's not that I'm looking for love in the wrong places or looking for external validation or fulfillment somewhere else. I just want more out of life because there's more to life than just doing what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis, especially when you've done it for a long time, especially something like what you've done for 30 years. How does it feel to be, to, to go all in and make the commitment and you're only a couple of weeks away? How does it feel for you?
1: nerve wracking to some extent because i am going from the unknown from the known to the unknown from the easy to that i'm not so sure to the uh i know how to do this i've done it a half a million times i've done pretty much everything a half a million times to an area that i don't know as much about and so it's going to be i'm excited for it though i can't wait to Mm -hmm. not have to show up every day at my dental practice, to not, you know, dentistry is not easy. It is a challenging profession. And the reason that it's so challenging is not because of the work we do. And it's not because of the fear of the patients or any of that kind of stuff. The challenge in dentistry is in time. I have 15 to 20 deadlines every day, every day. I got to meet those deadlines every day. Yeah, if I don't make the deadline, yeah. everybody's mad at me. Yeah, And I'm constantly interrupted and I have to work with an unknown and I have no idea who's going to walk in. Are they going to be having a good day, a bad day? You know, what's going on in their life? Do they want have a million questions for me? So there's a lot of stress there. And I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to relieving that and now being able to focus on what I really want to focus on. This is so, so yeah, you,
0: you, you haven't you haven't said what it is, Gary. I'm assuming it's the, the Why Institute and going doing more of what you're doing now and what we're talking about today.
1: Yes, I'm. Yes, it is. It's, so I'm going all in on the Why Institute, which mm. is bringing the Why discovery. See, I believe that when you know your Why, life's most challenging questions become much easier, and that mm. everybody needs to know their Why. So my my uh, vision is to become the essential first step in self awareness. So there's a lot of great assessments out there, Rob. There's, you know, Myers-Briggs, there's DISC, there's Colby, there's Culley. There's so many really great assessments and they're all really good. But those are how you take action. They're not why you take action. Mm. So I developed a why discovery to help people discover their why. So if they start with their why, then all those other assessments make a lot more sense to them. Mm. But if you don't Mm. start with your why, those assessments are good, but they're not great. Be I, I, if you start,
0: with- I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise a, a, point here, and this is what podcasting is for, and I, and I, and I like riffing on these sorts of things. I, I've never really been a fan of those uh, personality type tools, yep. and I, I believe that if you get pigeonholed into a personality type like VIA Myers Briggs, or a DISC or something like that, it really, it can stifle you, because I believe that your personality is driven. By your goals and whether you're introverted extroverted whether you're outgoing or you're you're a shrinking violet it doesn't really matter whatever goals that you have determine how you behave towards the things that you do and I, and the reason I love your stuff so much and I was talking to one of my friends yesterday she she asked me you know have you done a podcast this week and I told her that you were coming on today and I and she asked me what it was all about she's like oh my god that is like so much better than all of those personality tests. And I said, well, it's not the same thing because it's further upstream. It's before all of that. Because I believe when you take a personality test, you're taking a snapshot of where you are today based on what it is that you're doing and the goals and things that you have there. And I think it's accurate for that. But I don't think it's very accurate to say that I'm a this type of personality and that's the type of job that you should do or the type of thing that you should do because your goals and your wants and your needs and your desires change throughout your life. And so your personality is an ever-evolving thing. But I love your stuff because it's further upstream and the why doesn't change. The why is not really your personality type so much. The why is like the driver behind everything that's going on there. I'm just wondering if you could offer some comments on that.
1: Yes, for sure. And so your, let's just take you as an example, because your audience knows you and your yeah. why is to create relationships based upon trust, to be the trusted source, to be the yep. one that others can count on. If you can count on them and they can count on you, sky's the limit, man. There's nothing we can't do. But if people break your trust, how does that feel to you?
0: Terrible. Off, really off kilter. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like, I'm cutting you off. We're done. Yeah. And yeah. so Yeah. That's not going to change. You're going to bring that trusted source everywhere you go in everything you do. Even in this, you are the trusted source at going all in. Mm. And so you're not going to build your brand. You're not going to build your marketing. You're not going to build your messaging. You're not going to build your culture around your disc or your colors or your Colby or your strength finders, but you better build it around your why. Because yeah. That's where it comes from. You are that trusted source. You are the one that believes trust is the most important thing. And in your case, it has a lot to do with trusting yourself. Mm. When you can trust yourself, there's nothing you can't do. You can go all in, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's absolutely right. And um, yeah, it kind of gives me goosebumps to think about how accurate that is. And it's far out. Why, Why didn't I learn that like 15 years ago? why why doesn't it exist why doesn't this stuff exist in the mainstream and i can see why you're so passionate about wanting to get it out there and and to share the message and you know i'll share this podcast far and, and wide as well and you know my audience will hear this and i really appreciate you coming on and sharing it because it's such an important message but why isn't it more mainstream why do you why do you think people don't people go through their whole lives not knowing why they do things or what it is that they want to do with their life
1: you know there's over 100,000 books written on this subject Wow. (laughs) Simon Sinek was just one of the last ones, but Mark Twain, the Bible. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. People have been talking about how important it is to know your why, but nobody ever figured out how to do it. And so this is what I did just so the audience knows what it took to discover and develop this process. So once I figured out my own why, then I became obsessed, like I said, with helping other people. My why is to find a better way and share it. So I found a better way and I wanted to share it. So I helped anybody who would let me. So if you were sitting next to me on an airplane, Rob, you were going to get your why discovered. If you, Think about what I do for a living, right? So mm. somebody sitting there waiting to get numb, they're going to get their why discovered. So if they got their mouth half numb, they're getting their why discovered. So I did this all over the world, on stages, on Skype, on meetings, just anywhere I could. I'd bring people out of the audience on stage with me and I would discover their why in front of the audience and then help them build their message. And I did this so many thousands of times that I started to notice patterns and trends and similarities, right? In everything each of us do, if we do it enough times, we start to notice the same thing over and over. And I started to keep track of these whys that I was doing. And I found there's only nine different whys. The nine whys kept coming up over and over and over. And so once I knew there was nine whys, then I could help someone discover their why in about 15 minutes. Mm. And Once I could do that, then I could teach other coaches. I've taught about 135, actually about 170 other coaches how to do this. And that's why I started getting more and more and more data. And then from the data, I was able to figure out another way to help people get to their why that was much quicker. Mm-hmm. And so I developed the why discovery. Now, the why discovery is about 1,500 possible question options, but you only have to answer about 10. So when you took it, it took, it took you like five minutes, right? It's fast. It's really fast. Yeah. Very fast. I, I got to find something better. So what most of those assessments do is they give you a list of 100 questions or whatever that number is, and you answer them all, and then they filter it. Yeah. What I did was created it so that as you answer, it filters. Mm. So instead of having to answer 1500 questions, you only had to answer about 10 and it triple checks itself so it's very accurate. Right? Mm. And so it's it's a much better, clearer and simpler way to do it. And you know, for your audience, one of my mentors, a guy named John Asraf said this. He said everything that's ever been invented or ever will be invented is already here mm-hmm. it just takes somebody to get emotionally involved with it for their antenna to go up to be able to see it to manifest it so the rest of us can use it yep. so when you think of a great song or you think of an amazing piece of art or picture someone had to get emotionally involved with that to see it But once they did, let's say we're talking about a painting. They created this incredible painting. Well, once that painting is created, then we could use paint by numbers to get to it. Hmm. Right. But somebody had to do that. So I just happened to be the person that became obsessed with it so that I could see it so that now we can all enjoy it. Now we can all do it.
0: Yeah, it's such a such an important point. My, my brother gave me a good bit of advice one time uh, and he said to me, don't ever be worried about somebody stealing your idea because the idea has been presented to you because you're the one that can actually go and do it. If you didn't have the ability to do it, you wouldn't be thinking about it. You don't have the ability to run hundred meters in nine seconds. So you don't think about going to the Olympics and being a hundred meter athlete, you know, but you do have the ability to compete in an Ironman triathlon. So you do think about it. So it's, and it's so true with ideas and and passion and things like that as well. And it's such an important reminder and, and topic there as well. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Some really great content there, and i I wanted to I wanted to kind of just expand upon it a little bit more because as I'm as I'm listening to this podcast, I'm kind of stepping outside of myself a little bit as a listener, hearing it, and I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by what it is that you're saying, and and I'm interested to know what happens when you uncover your why. And I know what happened for me, and I don't really want to share my anecdotes so much just now. I want to hear from you, like what happens when you help people to uncover their why, both in their personal life and and in business, because that's the whole whole reason to go and do that little test, and to spend five minutes of your life to uncover it. Because in my view, it, it well, I'll, I'll share a little bit of my anecdote, which is I can sum it up in one word. Really, is its alignment. It helped me when it didn't really. It doesn't revolutionise and change my life and make everything better or different or anything like that. But what it does do is is it helps me go ah, that is just yes. It, it helps me find alignment. And once you have alignment with something, everything else comes in over the top of it. Is that being your experience working with clients and businesses?
1: Yes, exactly. It, it gives people the words to go with the feelings, to go with the sense, to go with the, I think it's this. Mm-hmm. So when people think about their why, they go, yeah, I think I know what my why is. In fact, what I found fascinating is every coach, consultant creative agency they all say oh yeah we help our clients discover their why we believe that too we help our clients discover their why before we work with them I said, oh man that's great I said I, I so well how do you do that And they'll say well you, you know we, we have them read a couple of books and then we and then we talk about different things I said okay great I said well well that client you're working with there I said what what's their why and I say well, you know, we're still kind, we're kind of refining it. We're still working on that. I said, okay, well, what's your why? And they'll say, well, you, you know, I'm still trying to refine that too. I'm still, still working on that. It's so, all
0: airy-fairy, isn't it? It's all like nefarious. It's all in, in the ether there somewhere. I, I, I can feel it. Yeah. I feel it. <laughs> I know what it feels like. I just can't articulate it to you.
1: That's the whole point. Unless you can say it, do you know it? Do you know it? Not it, really. No. So what no. do you do with it? What do you do with it if you don't know it?
0: Uh, yeah, I just, it's one of those things, like it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm trying to get it out. I'm like trying to articulate it. And that's bad because that can translate into so many different things in your life. Cause if that's what you're feeling about a simple question about why are you doing something and, and you're feeling like it's on the tip of your tongue all the time, then everything else is going to be on the tip of your tongue as well. And you're translating that feeling into other things and that's snowballing down the hill for you in a, in a bad way.
1: So that's another thing I, I'd like to clear up because you know, if I'm speaking at different events, somebody will come up to me and we'll be talking and I'll say, you know, when you know your why, what you do has more impact. What you do has more meaning and focus and direction. Mm-hmm. I'll say, oh yeah, I agree with you. In fact, I know my why. And I'll say, oh really, what's your why? And they will say, well, I have two little kids at home. And so that's why I work out the, or that's why my I work the way I work. Or they'll show mm-hmm. me a picture of a little red dress or something and say, you know, I got to get in this dress for a wedding in six months. So that's why I'm working out so hard. Yeah. And those are really important as well, but those are short-term, uh, those are reasons for achieving a short-term goal. Yeah, That's not why you do everything you do. I am in search of a better way everywhere I go, in everything I do. Doesn't matter whether it's sitting down at a restaurant or talking to somebody or working with a patient or any, everything I do, I'm always in search of a better way. I didn't choose it. I can't turn it off. I go to bed thinking about a better way. And I wake up thinking about a better way.
2: Right? Does, it
0: drive you, does it drive your wife crazy? It drives everybody crazy. What are you
1: kidding me? Never satisfied. Why are you always looking for a better way? Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, That's just who I am. But yeah. when people discover their why, they walk differently. They think differently. They they know themselves. They have a, a for sure versus a I think. Mm. Right. You don't have much confidence with I think or maybe, but you do when you know and you're sure. So when you know your why and you know what you bring and you know you have a gift and you know what it is, it gives you confidence. It allows you to uh, make better decisions, connect at a deeper level. There's so many wonderful things that happen for you when you know your why that right now are just Around, you know, you just use hope. Mm. I hope mm. I'm going in the right direction. I hope I can find my passion. So here's something that's really important, Robert. And this is when the question is how, the answer is your why. And let me tell you what I mean. How do I find my passion? How do I figure out where I fit? How do I know what I should do with my life? How do I know how to build my messaging for my company? Those are challenging questions for most people. Yeah. Yeah. But if you know your why, they're not challenging. How do this I find my starting point? You've got the starting
0: point. You know, yeah, you, what, you're really, what you're explaining is trying to work out how to go from A to B. And I know where B is, but I don't know where A is. And if I don't know where A is, well, I don't know how to get from A to B.
1: And I've got a starting point. You hit it right on the, uh, the nail, right on the head there. If what you do with your life is in line with your why you will have passion for what you do. And passion is the fuel that gives you the energy to pursue your dreams. Without passion, you don't have energy. And without energy, you don't do anything. Mm. You don't stick with it. But if your why is to create relationships based upon trust, to be the trusted source and you get to host a podcast where you are the trusted source where you get to vet the guests, you get to bring the right people to your audience. Will you have passion for that?
0: Yeah. don't. Well, I don't have, I don't never have a motivation problem. <laughs> people are like, how do you do that? How do you stay so motivated? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. That's just because it's what I do. And And that goes to the very heart of alignment. And that means I'm aligned to doing what it is that I should be doing. And I wish I discovered it years ago. That's why it's so important.
1: That's exactly right. When you're playing in your right lane, that's Mm. when you have unlimited energy. You'll do it all day and all night and have energy to keep going. You'll do it for free. Right. I did thousands of why discoveries for free Mm. because it was a better way that I was showing somebody. I loved it. I loved seeing their eyes light up. I loved them going, Oh my gosh, that's me for sure. Why didn't I know that?
0: (laughs) So, so Gary, the the question that I've got and it's one that I've, uh, been thinking about I was thinking about it yesterday actually was we're talking about this at a I guess at a micro level if you like as an individual so you, I can do this assessment you uncover what my why is mine is trust and then I can leverage that into other things and I can discover how and when and where and how that applies to other things and if I Step outside of myself, and I say to myself, "Well, where else does that apply in my life? How do I, how can I apply those things? Because I feel like I've got good alignment internally with that. How does that work externally? How how can this apply to like a company or an organization, or does can it apply to a collective? Or is it the end? Once the individuals know their drivers and the driving force behind them, does that just improve the collective as a natural byproduct?"
1: Great question. Great question. So. When we work with organizations, we take them through three steps. There's, there's um, the first step is knowing that your why is the essential first step. So we discover their why. Secondly, sequence matters. It's the application of information in the right sequence that yields the right results. So the sequence is why, how, what. So we help them discover their why, how they bring their why to life, and what it is people can count on from them. And then the third thing is your message matters. So we help them develop their messaging, their branding, their marketing, their culture all around their why, how, and what, so that they create an inspired company. So let me give you an example. Let's use Apple because everybody knows it is so simple. Everybody knows who Steve Jobs is. Steve Jobs' why is to challenge the status quo. How he does that is by finding better ways to do things. And then ultimately what he brings is a simple solution so that he can move forward. So if you know anything about his life, he was the guy that thought outside the box, right? He didn't want to go to college the way that everybody else did. He snuck, he dropped out, and then he snuck into the courses he wanted to go to. So he challenged what they said he had to do, he found a better way, and then he made it simple and easy to do. And he's done that throughout his whole life, right? You've seen him speak probably, Right? What did he wear?
0: Yeah. He's dressed like I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. In a t shirt, the black t shirt. <laughs> black t shirts,
1: uh, yeah. jeans, t shirt, uh, uh, tennis shoes, and those little glasses, right? Mm, Couldn't yeah. be more simple. And so Apple is a reflection of Steve Jobs. Yeah. In everything Apple does, they challenge the status quo. They, they find, do. Yeah. Yep. They find better ways. And they bring you something that's simple and easy to use. So let's take the iPhone, right? They challenged everything about an iPhone. So what was, do you remember what the phone was before the iPhone that everybody had?
0: Oh my God. I had this really cool matrix flip phone. Yeah. I was in the matrix. I was getting called out, you know, I thought I was Neo or something.
1: And the the one with all the buttons on it, remember the BlackBerry? Yeah, exactly. The Blackberries. Yeah, the Blackberries as well. If he was just going to come up with a better phone, maybe it would have, instead of a hundred buttons, it would have 102 buttons. Yeah, exactly. But instead, he challenged the whole thinking of what a phone could be, mm. found a better way using a glass screen, and made it simple and easy to use so that a three-year-old and a 93-year-old can use it with just their finger. Yep. Apple is a reflection of Steve Jobs. Your business is a reflection of you. Your listener's business is a reflection of them. So if mm. you can first get clear on their why their how and their what, how to talk about their business, how to develop their business, how to figure out who they want to attract as a customer and as an employee will be so much easier for them when they use their why, how, and what. So it brings your team together, it creates your message, it creates your brand, and then it just gives you all the information you need to have an inspired business. And we've done this with hundreds and hundreds of companies every kind that you can imagine from $500 billion mm. companies to small yoga studios and anything mm. in between. So it must, it must help a lot,
0: but I, I, can't, I can't help but think from a management perspective, just kind of applying what you're talking about here to my individual teams. Like I think of my, my developers that I have, the, uh, the graphic designers, the copywriters, and the people that I work with. If I knew what the drivers were behind them, then my communication piece might not necessarily be any different, but me understanding them as individuals and getting to know them a little bit better would be, there's a a bit of a shortcut there. There's there's a shortcut to actually getting to the heart of somebody's uh, individual personality. And it's not about a personality test or a type of personality, but what's actually driving them and why they're doing what they're doing. And that would kind of almost lend itself to me giving different types of work or the same work, but just communicating that in a different way to help them get alignment with what it is that they, what really drives them. Is that how it's applied? you apply it like that as well?
1: 100% it's putting the right person on the bus and in the right seat. You know, that's mm. a great concept. Another one of those great concepts, but how do you do it? Well, yeah, you it's hard why, it's it's to talk simple. about,
0: very hard to execute. Yeah. Yeah. But when, yeah.
1: when you know your why, Their why, it's easy to tell if you have the right person in the right place. So let me give you an example. Um, One of the whys is to challenge the status quo and think differently, right? Think outside the box, uh, which Mm. might be your how, but it's a, would that be a good why for a bookkeeper?
0: Mm, uh, Probably not because it's too much compliance, way too much to comply with, yeah.
1: They're not gonna sit there and follow the rules. They are not a Mm. rules follower. But Mm. the why of of trust and the why of right way, well, this is how we're supposed to do it. This is what I do. And so that's almost
0: the the language that comes out of my mouth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Follow the way it's supposed to be done.
0: Yeah, this is the way.
1: (laughs) Yes, this is the right way. So you hit it right on the the nail on the head again, which is it shortcuts communication. It allows Mm. you to speak to somebody in the language that they hear. So it's the difference between the golden rule and the platinum rule. The golden rule being treat everybody like you would like to be treated. Platinum rule being treat everybody like they would like to be treated. So Mm. how do you do that if you don't know how they think? So I'm guessing you probably have some people that listen to this that are are in sales. Of course, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So imagine how easy it is to get somebody to move forward and buy your product, join your cause, buy your service, if you know their why. Mm. So let me give you an example. I was sitting in it. I I can't tell you how much business I close for our company in social Mm -hmm. events. Somebody will come up and they'll say, hey, hey, have you uh, told so-and-so about this why thing that you do? And I say, you know, instead of me telling you about it, let's just have you discover your why and then come find me and we'll have a conversation about it. So I was in a brewery in a, in a brewery here and uh, with a buddy and his friend shows up and that actual thing happened. I said, well, here, let me just send you the why discovery, take it, and then we'll have a conversation. So he takes it, takes about five minutes, and it came up with same why as you have, trust. Mm-hmm. And so we start talking and I tell him about the challenges that come with that and the the good things and the challenges that come with it and if somebody were to break your trust or not give you all the information or not tell you the truth how that can really damage the relationship and he's nodding his head and he says turns out that he's the commander here at the air force base (laughs) so he says you know that just happened to me today we need you at the in the air force so they hired me to come out and work with all the servicemen yeah right so in a small quick conversation I now know exactly how to talk to him. I know the words that he's looking for. I know Mm. the plan I would develop for him. And he's just like, we got to have this. Mm. But when you know somebody's why, you'll you'll know very quickly what words they're listening for. And if you don't say them, they're thinking you don't hear them. And so you know how to connect with them in a way that they uh, hear you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a version of that called NLP, right? Um, yeah. and that kind of annoys the hell out of me as well, because it's very hard to do and everybody's an NLP coach and trained in all of those things. And I kind of like No I, I I hear what you're saying, Gary, but I see that that it could be done a different way. And you know, am I oral, visual, what is it, all of that sort of stuff. And I I think that's important and it definitely has a place in communication, but it doesn't really get to the very heart of why somebody's doing something. All it is, is telling me how they communicate, not why they communicate the way that they do. So it's really, it's a really great thing that you've created and kudos to you, man. It's like, I'm really enjoying this conversation and, and I know the listeners will be as well, because it's just such an important thing. Can you share with us maybe a, uh, maybe like a win? That was a little win that you had with the Air Force and, and that was revolutionary for them. Can you tell us about maybe a client that discovered their why and was like, wow, and it really kind of changed something for him?
1: So I don't ever miss an air uh, flight. I'm always on time for my flight. But one time I was flying from Albuquerque to Pensacola and I got to the airport and uh, I go to check in and it's five o'clock and the the guy at the airline at the desk there says, you know, your flight left at three. That's the time you're supposed to be arriving in Dallas because I was going through Dallas. It's like, holy cow. So I missed my flight. And of course, there's no other flights to where I need to go. And so I said, how about if I go to Dallas, I spend the night in Dallas, and then I uh, take the earliest flight to Pensacola because there's a big meeting we were having in Pensacola in the morning. He said, okay, you can do that. So I flew to Dallas. I ended up having to take a taxi to the to multiple air, 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 um, airports. I, I said, okay, my flight's at eight in the morning. I'm going to be up at six. I'm going to make sure that I get there in time. I can't miss this. So I get to the airport at six. I go to my gate. I sit down, okay, Pensacola. I sit down and about 7.30 goes by, 7.40, 7.50. I'm like, what the heck?
2: So I go to the
1: ticket counter again. I said, when is our flight leaving? They said, oh, we switched that to a different uh, gate. It's just taking off right now. (laughs) Unbelievable. I missed two flights. So I finally get on my flight to Pensacola and I go to sit down. And of course, they don't even give me a seat. I end up in the middle seat. And so I, uh, I go to sit down. There's this big cowboy sitting at the window. And he says, hey, howdy. How's your day going? I said, man, I'm not having a very good day. I missed two <laughs> flights. And, and uh, I'm not feeling very good. And he goes, well, you're going to want to talk to that lady next to you. She'll make you feel better. She's an author and a speaker. And, and she's a psychologist. And so anyways, we sit down. And this, and this lady shows up. And she's about 80 years old and so um, we start talking and it turns out that she's an author and a speaker and she helps uh, women get out of cults and um, real fascinating lady and she said you know I just wrote my next book but I haven't really been able to figure out what to title it and so um, I said well you know I help people discover their why so that what they do has more meaning and more impact and so we sat there and I helped her through discovering her why. And her why turned out to be contributing to a greater cause, having uh, an impact in the, in the lives of other people. And she does that through her ministry of helping women get out of cults. And so she says, could, and I created her whole message for her. And she says, could you type that into my computer for me? And so I typed all of her message in for her. And then I handed her her computer back and she closed the lid and, she, and I looked over at her and she was just crying. And I was like, what's the matter? And she said, you know, what I didn't tell you was, six months ago, my husband of 40 years passed away from dementia and I'd spent the last year taking care of him. And since he passed away, I've never been able to figure out what I should do with the rest of my life, now that I'm alone. And I didn't know why I did what I did until oh. just now. Oh gosh. (laughs) Now I know what to title my book and I know what to do with the rest of my life. Beautiful. I have these kinds of conversations almost daily Mm. and helping people get clear on who they are and figure out what direction to go and where to find their passion. And that's a small win, but it was actually a very big win. And I could tell you about these incredible CEOs and all these different people that I've worked with because I have worked with many thousands of them. But that one always sticks out for me because in just that little five minute window, I gave an 86 year old lady the clarity she needed to move forward when she was stuck. Yeah, it's beautiful. What a what a beautiful story and uh, well done. Well done, that's great. It's just, it happens almost daily it really is fascinating when you can help somebody and that's why i have to leave dentistry mm. i have to do this i have to show people that first step
0: well gary it's a uh it's an absolute pleasure to host you here on the goal in podcast and and hear those stories. And, um, and the contribution that you're making is incredible. Um, And I can see why you want to leave dentistry and and follow your passion there and and to do that as well. I think I want to come with you and go and do it with you. You're inspiring me. It's exciting. You're welcome. Come on. (laughs) Mate, as we, uh, as we bump up against uh, 50 minutes here, I can't let you leave the goal in podcast without putting you in the goal in podcasters, hot seat, a little bit of fun to close out the show. Mate, this COVID stuff is just crazy. Um, As I sit on this side of the pond uh, and look at you guys from afar, it looks pretty crazy where you are. It's all right here in Australia. We've pretty much stamped it out. Um, Life is going on as normal. Um, You can come and go as you please. Do whatever you want. There's no real restrictions. Um, I guess you can't travel overseas, but... My question to you is you've been lucky enough to travel around the world inspire me a little bit put a place on my bucket list where should i go once this travel stuff kind of comes to an end is there somewhere that sticks out in your mind oh my gosh that's a great question so for me uh have you been to greece uh no but i do know my missus has and and plenty of people that i know around here have they absolutely rave about it
1: oh it's awesome mykonos eos santorini you wouldn't want eos you know i went when i was young uh in my 20s uh to eos and that's that's not a place to to go right now probably but man uh greece the greek islands are not what you expect in that i was expecting lush hawaii type look and they're not that at all they're more dry and and airy but but just beautiful so that's where i'm I'm, i want to go there next Beautiful. Maybe we can meet meet there. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> I'd love it. I love it. Hey, what's the skill that you're working on right now that you haven't quite mastered?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So in my younger years, I was the world champion in racquetball. That was my sport. No way. <laughs> so that was my thing. And and so I stopped playing and I switched to squash. Mm, completely different. I don't think you could ever master squash. Nah. But, uh, and you know, what's so challenging about it is in racquetball, the better you got, the better you get, the shorter the points are right in squash, the better you get, the longer the points are (laughs) It's just like counterproductive.
0: (laughs) Well, you hit the racquetball against the wall and it bounces really hard. The squash ball doesn't bounce so hard.
1: No. And then you have a longer racket, smaller court and slower ball. So you can get to everything the better you get. So you can have one point that's a hundred shots. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so you got to be in good shape. So I'm mastering trying to get in better shape so I can be a better squash player. I love it. I love it. All right, last one. What's the, uh,
0: in 32 years of business, what's the best piece of business advice that you've ever received?
1: One that sticks out for you. It has to be, it has to be build your brand based on your why. Why? Because that's when it's authentic, real, and people feel it. Yeah. Without that, it's just talk. It's just hope. Yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Gary, if people want to connect with you, what's the the best way to do that?
1: Well, you can find me on LinkedIn for sure. You can go to my website, which is Mm whyinstitute.com. First step would be, I really believe, first step is just go discover your why. Go to whyinstitute.com. You'll see a little button there that says discover my why. Go discover your why, and then we can have an amazing conversation. I can really help you move forward faster when you know your why. Until then, I wouldn't even know what to say except for hello and uh, and uh, good to meet you. But once you know your why, st- everything will change for you.
0: Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this on your phone, just take a little peek at the show notes and all of the links to Gary's website, to the why little, uh, what do you call it? Assessment? Why Discovery, yeah. Yeah, the Why Discovery is right there as well. And also the link to his podcast. Make sure you hop on over and check that out as well. Mate, thank you so much again for coming on the Goal In podcast. I really appreciate it. I wanted to give you the opportunity for the parting comment, the final bit of wisdom from Dr. Gary Sanchez. What have you got for us today,
1: mate? Find your passion, go live your passion, and it all starts with your why. So discover your why and all the rest will become easier. Beautiful.
0: I love it. Value bombs left, right, and center today on the Goal In Podcast. Thanks again for coming on, mate. We look forward to speaking with you soon. It's bye for now. Well, there you have it, folks. If you want to connect with Dr. Gary, just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links to his website, his socials, and his LinkedIn are right there. So you don't have to go poking around in Google for them. And don't forget to pop on over to his website and grab your free download there as well. And don't forget to go ahead and complete your assessment as well. The links are right there from everything you heard in today's show. Now, if you're just starting out in business, considering a business, Or maybe you've even been a seasoned entrepreneur for years. And I've created a masterclass that will give you the strategies and tactics to get you moving, gather some momentum, and to break through to the next level. It's called Master Your Mind and Go All In. If you'd like to find out some more, hop on over to goallin.com.au and click on the link in the menu bar that says a masterclass. And you can claim a 30% discount with a promo code 30OFF. That's 30OFF. So just pop that code in at the checkout to save yourself $44. And that's my way of saying thank you for sticking with me right to the end of this podcast and for listening in and being a loyal listener. Now, if you've got a message or some feedback for the show, you can reach out to me via the Go All In socials or you can send me an email at any time. Just visit goallin.com.au to find out more. Just go ahead and click on the contact tab there and you can send me an email right through the website. Well, that wraps it up for the show today. So, whatever it is that you're working on, whatever you're doing, get busy, get to it, and go all in. I'll see you next time. I've
2: been trying my best not to think Not by you. Hey, all the suffering and pain got me feeling so blue. Cause when it was us, I was never enough. Girl, you got me thinking I was messed up. Pushing me down instead of pulling me up. So tell me what I'm supposed to do just to be alright. Girl, you got me thinking. I was messed up, messed up babe. Someone to lean on while I don't. Girl, you got me thinking I was messed up, pushing me down instead of pulling me up. So tell me what I'm supposed to do just to be alright. Girl, you got me thinking I was messed up, messed up, baby. Instead of pulling me up So tell me what I'm supposed to do Just to be alright Girl, you got me thinking I was messed up, messed up